Hey, what's up? Y'all hearing me good? If you're not, go ahead and pause, play with the audio, and come back. But with that being said, we're going to go ahead and kick this thing off. So today, I'm going to be trying something a little bit different. I'm going to be talking about two topics instead of one like I've done in the past. And I feel like the range for the topics that I can talk about on episodes of The Spill is going to be one to three. And anything that's longer than that and it's not short and sweet, it's just going to have to go on episodes of It's Not Just Commentary. So without further ado, let's go ahead and start talking about the baby. Now, for those of you guys who don't know what's been going on or you've been living under a rock or something, I believe about a week ago we're looking at now that a video came out of what appeared to be Brandon, who is Denny Lay's brother, quote unquote, confronting the baby over a lot of the statements he made on live about Danny Lay when he kicked her out of their home about a month ago. Now, the situation turned physical, and when this story first broke, a lot of context wasn't given to the situation, and a lot of people speculated that Brandon had pulled up on the baby, but we found out today that it was actually the other way around. Since the altercation, Brandon has now decided to sue, and fans are running with the narrative that Brandon showed up to confront the baby, and since he ended up losing or getting beat up by him and his security, that he is not planning to sue, when in actuality, that is not true. Now, first of all, before I get into the rest of my dialogue, I do want to just go ahead and dissect this a bit. Let's say hypothetically that Brandon did pull up on the baby at this event that you can only be granted access to had you been invited. Somebody would have had to have planted that seed in order for him to be there to begin with. And regardless of it was intentional or not, Brandon probably would have had the means to be there regardless because you got to remember that Danny Lee got into the industry because of her connections made by her parents, made by existing careers that were already planted in the music industry. So Brandon is going to be in the same spaces as other celebrities. Now, regardless of how Brandon ended up being there, when he quote unquote approached the baby, you notice that his tone and his approach wasn't just all rah-rah and all this extra shit. See, this is how you know that people are so full of shit when it comes to celebrities and they're so enthused and so entitled to dictate how things go in other people's lives because of the fact that they didn't see the fact that this was a man, quote unquote, confronting the um, father of his nephew. They saw it as a, oh, it's on site, it's on site kind of situation. I thought that was dumb because really while other people thought this was just celebrity drama, this is a fucking family matter. And this is the thing that people really got to understand about this situation is that, yeah, he said some shit when he was mad. He said some shit when he seen his sister getting disrespected. Now, a lot of people are saying she disrespected herself. I personally feel like she knew what it was when she got with him and he presented himself like, say, it is what it is. You want it or you don't. And I agree with that sentiment. But at the end of the day, as a brother, that has nothing to do with Brandon. And it's his job to step up and protect his sister, regardless of how anybody else feels. If he decided that weeks after a situation happened, that he wanted to approach the father of his nephew on a more adult and mature level and be calm, cool, and collect about it rather than just being all in your face and I'ma beat this nigga up and all this other extra shit, then that's fine. We don't know what kind of relationship these people have behind the scenes. We don't know what kind of dialogue they have. We don't know what kind of discussions they've talked about. Now, this brings me to the issue with fan culture. As I was researching this, um, 
you know, I was seeing comments like I mentioned earlier, you know, that it's on site and he should have been ready or she should have wanted the fight and all this extra stuff. And, you know, I was seeing the comments and everything, and I try to pick people's brains so when I come back here, I can include those thoughts and opinions in my uh, commentary so people can catch a feel for the energy surrounding a certain situation. Now, I follow a lot of hip-hop blogs and celebrity news pages to keep tabs on everything. And one thing I like to do when a post is fresh, you know, like 30 seconds in, um, I like to spark dialogue and ask questions to pick people's minds and see where, they, where they're at. And I basically said, like, listen, a lot of people are not seeing this in the context of a family matter. They're seeing this as celebrity drama. Here came the weirdos out of the fucking woodwork talking about, oh, well, he should never pulled up to fight him. He should never tried to confront him. He shouldn't have said that when his sister was seemingly getting disrespected on live. And then when you say, well... It did kind of seem like disrespect. That wasn't disrespect. She disrespected herself. What the fuck they got to do with Brandon? It always blows my mind when I see people running to defend somebody they've never met. They don't know from a can of paint. And they probably will never know. Fuck every bit of uh, controversy this motherfucker has ever been in. Because they were admittedly at fault. Um, but we gonna ride for such and such today. And I'm not just talking about the baby today. I'm talking about everybody. Because a lot of people in their fandoms do this. And I hate that shit. The Barbs do it. Youngboy fans do it. Cardi fans do it. Megan fans do it. Um, the baby fans do it. It's always something. I'm tired of y'all acting like y'all know these people. Y'all do not know these people. I ain't never stood behind nobody. I ain't never met a day in my life like that. That's the weirdest shit ever. I've had personal situations where I've asked people about certain controversies that were going on in the news or on social media. And I've had people in real life pop off at me uh, talking about this motherfucker don't do this or this motherfucker ain't did that or this motherfucker had this. And I'm just sitting there like, look, calm your happy ass down when you're talking to me. With that being said, social media and fan culture will literally have people believing that they have access to people's lives and knowing people's hearts and true intentions and thoughts and feelings because they admire someone so much or they get to see them through the screen oh so often through social media. At that point, I got to kind of question, are people being influenced by these celebrities to think that it is okay to do wrong as long as I'm justified in my own personal truth or that person is justified in what they did because of their status. Now I feel like we got a question is what we're seeing in social media and fan culture a form of conditioning where people feel justified in doing fucked up shit so long as they're comfortable within themselves as somebody has a celebrity status. Don't get me wrong, I like the baby. I listen to some of his music. Um, there's some artists I know that have remixes of his songs that I like. But with that being said, I can still call a spade a spade. For instance, if you rent an Airbnb and you decide that you want to shoot a music video in said Airbnb, but the owner pulls up and say like, yo, you never said that you wanted to do this or requested to have consent for this, then why do you feel so obligated to put your hands on somebody because of that? Is I, You're so uncomfortable with somebody telling you no or that you cannot have your way that you feel to need, the need to physically assault them. 
people get so invested with this persona that somebody puts up like oh he's funny he's comedic um he's for the people he's entertaining he can't possibly do anything wrong and then it's like you go back and you look at history and we compare that to people like Bill Cosby, Harvey Weinstein, and Hugh Hefner. And it's like, well, maybe we should have been more cautious about the way we supported someone and brushed off all of their, you know, criminal accusations. I'm by no means saying that he's done anything that those people have been accused of. But at the end of the day, we can't excuse certain behaviors just because we really like somebody. Nah, I want to go ahead and jump off this whole the baby topic with the uncle of his kid And I want to talk about this situation between Rich the Kid and Cole Bennett So for those of y'all who don't know what's going on um, Rich the Kid did a song with Lil Wayne And I guess he wanted to shoot the visuals with Cole Bennett via uh, Lyrical Lemonade And Cole Bennett said no if you guys are not familiar with who Cole Bennett is, he is a videographer from Plano, Illinois, who got his start shooting drill music videos in Chicago for artists like Cheap Keith. Over the past decade, his name has grown and his creative direction has changed a lot, which has amassed him a huge following and a large name in the hip-hop community, and a lot of people will actually consider him the Hype Williams of this generation. Now, in all honesty, I haven't waited for context for this situation like I normally would have, but um, Rich the Kid has worked with Cole Bennett in the past, and given Cole Bennett's average like numbers, when you look at him, you go through the songs and everything, I don't want to say that Rich the Kid's songs have underperformed, but they are nowhere near as big as a lot of his other songs, to say the least. Now, I do have a few screenshots of Rich the Kid responding to Cole Bennett, so it's here that I'm going to begin quoting. So here we go. Rich the Kid says, We tried to get Ad Cole Bennett to shoot a video for me and Wayne. He was cap talking about his selective. LOL boy, Famous Dicks made you. And you winning off your hip-hop career. Pussy, you really old. And then he also said, Boy, you lame as fuck. You a fucking sellout and you making money off hip-hop culture and you wouldn't even give decks who put you on sound line. End quote. This is my issue with Rich the Kid's statement to Cole Bennett. I feel like he's trying to say that because you're white, you owe your entire career to any rapper who comes to you because we really represent hip-hop. And while I can say that he was you know just a white kid coming from plano to chicago to shoot music videos in the hood he has still built a career and honed his craft and he has the right to be selective with who he wants to work with i don't like how rich the kid tried to spin this narrative like because you're not helping me you're doing a disservice to hip-hop and you're disrespecting hip-hop when in actuality a lot of people have said in the past that rich the kid is a mumble rapper and rich the kid was part of the downfall of hip-hop now let's see it from this perspective let's say rich the kid is saying well you're not just denying me you're denying wayne too what about that again it is what it is is his platform and he has the right to be selective if we really want to be real about the situation, what I think is actually happening is that maybe Cole Bennett actually has some sort of loyalty to um, Famous Dex. And mind you, I don't actually know 
where Famous Dex and Rich the Kid are in their relationship because I believe at one point they did actually uh, fall off on bad terms. But at the end of the day, when we talk about, he said it out of his own mouth that Famous Dex made you. If the person who quote unquote made me is not on good terms with you and I feel like I have loyalty towards them way more than I have with you and we have a longer relationship, why would I sit here and entertain you if I don't want to deal with you in all honesty? Don't get me wrong, Cole Bennett got some cold visuals, but at the end of the day, Rich the Kid has worked with people who gave us some groundbreaking visuals. and. A lot of people might not agree, but if you go back and you look at videos for songs like Plug Walk and New Freezer, you'll see that it kind of changed how people started shooting music videos after. If Rich the Kid had been the reason why Cole Bennett's uh, business took off, then maybe I could see more why he would feel more entitled to have his services. But the fact that you can't get them when you wanted to, so you're just gonna go off and you're gonna slander his name, and you're gonna say that he's dismissing hip-hop that's a huge insult for somebody who built their platform organically and with that being said that is it for today's episode of the spill um if you like this commentary go ahead and click the follow button as always go ahead and follow me your host alex almighty on instagram at alex underscore almighty that is alex underscore a-l-m-x-t-y if you like the music and score it was produced by me so feel free to hit me up about that i probably mentioned it earlier that the spill is just a segment of it's not just commentary where i give my thoughts and opinions in a short and condensed form versus full-length episodes of the show where it's more organic and i just you know pretty much talk through a lot of the things that i'm viewing i've been sick for the past few days you can probably hear it through the audio itself like my nose is still stuffy still a little bit congested but um i've been working on recording the first episode i've done it a few times and you know with social media and everything the topics keep changing and whatnot but i'm trying to get to a place where once i feel much better i can just go ahead and do that so with that being said go ahead and look out for that and always remember it's not just commentary